Welcome to Know What I Mean. My name is Oscar. My name is George, and I'm currently just about to get out of isolation because I ended up getting <laughs> getting COVID last week. And that is why we're now doing another one over Zoom rather than in person, even though we're still both in Brighton. This episode, I, I ended up doing quite a lot of research for this episode, uh, talking about carnivals, looking into different bits and pieces. It was really fun, actually. I, I came home a few hours ago before recording this and I was thinking, I'm like really excited to actually continue researching right up until we hit record, really. So that was really fun. And it, it feels like as we're going into 2022, I definitely want to bring more of that in, you know, and invest a little bit more time into, yeah, getting in some little rabbit holes, seeing if I can find any interesting pieces that don't already exist in my brain. So it was really fun to test that out. Yeah. And I, I really connect with this quote. So that was also fun to explore. As you might have noticed, the audio isn't so great on this episode. I apologize for that. You can blame COVID, basically. You can blame Omicron, any sort of hatred that you feel, the graininess of this episode. Just throw it into the list of resentments of Omicron and COVID. <laughs> we'll be back to lovely audio quality next week. The quote for this week is by Emily Hasler. Dedicate your life to the twin and warring gods, precision and wild abandon. This is a, a poetic one this week. I, I just love it. I, I, it's one of the, I suppose there's a few quotes that, you know, this is our 56th episode and that's a lot of quotes and a few of them stick. And I feel like this is going to be one that sticks because it's really, it's got a really good kind of energy to it. You know, I'm speaking for you here, George, but I'd say that we both the, the god of precision is probably winning in our lives <laughs> uh, between precision and wild abandon, I would say. Yeah, well, I would say we're kind of quite on top of things generally. And, you know, we both like to be on top of things in our lives and, and just that would be summed up by this kind of precision. And I suppose I picked this quote because it's a theme for me at the moment, looking at uh, the balance between precision and wild abandon. So... Uh, I recently, well, in the since October, so in the last three months or something like that, I uh, have stopped drinking. And one of the ways this wild abandonment is expressed, traditionally, like traditionally, and just for myself, is is through alcohol because it's it's a way of yeah reducing inhibitions and just allowing yourself to be a bit more free. And allowing that precision to kind of die down and something else to to come up. That's that's been my experience of it. But now I'm not drinking. So it's been a bit of a theme for me at the moment to be exploring how does this wilder energy get expressed in my life when I'm I'm not drinking, basically. I'm I'm not having this quite frequent outlet of just being able to kind of loosen up and not be so considerate of my actions that outlet isn't there so much anymore. And, and I think that as this quote suggests, it's, it's a necessary part of human life. There are gonna be people on either end of the spectrum, people that are more controlled and precise and people that are wilder and more free in quotations. It's like, and people are gonna be on that spectrum, but we need both of those energies constantly. And there's always gonna be a tension, but we need both of those energies kind of flowing in life and I definitely feel that at the moment yeah it's a theme for me to explore like how can I find in a 
in a sober way this this expression of of wildness or or kind of loosening up and and just this this energy of kind of freedom i was looking into the word inhibition because this actually really uh, links in with this sense of wild abandon which i guess I'm, I'm more focused on being it's the sort of it's the side that i feel a bit deficient in and i was thinking about drinking and i was thinking about this this wildness and this word inhibition which obviously gets linked to alcohol a lot uh, came up and i was thinking oh that's quite an interesting word there's a core of it which is inhibit and I was looking at this word inhibit and Latin root of the word inhibit is a restraining. So another way of talking about inhibitions is an involuntary check on an expression of an impulse. So this is a slight rabbit hole, but I would definitely link this idea of wild abandon with a lessening of inhibition. So allowing oneself to be unchecked and uncensored and expressive. Yet my relationship with this this side of things is quite conflicted, actually. It's not that straightforward. And I think that that's why I found in my life that it's, it's less prominent. Because this going more with impulse and allowing oneself to be more, yeah, I suppose to act more on impulse and, and be less inhibited. For me, it brings up a bit of an anxiety around basically acting unethically or, or saying the wrong thing or hurting someone. You know, for example, like you kind of get pissed and then you say something, you say like a mean joke or you're like, yeah you're unkind to someone and i have this anxiety around this this sense of wildness and wild abandon that that i feel i do something wrong with it so that's that's something that i've been exploring is what is the healthy relationship with this sense of wildness and this sense of just letting go but yeah i'd love to hear what your impression of this this quote is and we can kind of jump in mm. so yeah like we've we've talked about this quite a bit the like the balance of two two kind of things that are, are polar opposites in a way but that you you need to have both of those at the same time and one thing that i think about it is you kind of need to have one or the other like it, it helps to really embody one when you need it and embody the other when you need it rather than trying to be in this kind of in between of being like a bit precise and a bit wild it's really important to understand okay now this is a time where i need to be precise i need to really look at the information that's available and make the right decision and here's a time where i just want to let loose and go crazy and i was actually thinking quite a lot about how you make those decisions or when is the time when you should be precise and when is the time when you should be wild and i think a lot of it is about how much information you have. So if you don't have enough information to make an informed decision, so I, because I, I do jujitsu, I think about this in terms of like a fight. So imagine you're, you're in a fight with someone and you're untrained. You don't really know what you're doing. Your best chance is wild abandon in that case. That's, that's the, your only sort of Hail Mary to potentially win this confrontation. But if you've got a real understanding of, of combat and you're, you're skilled in this area, then you can actually be much more precise. And that's how you're going to have the best chance of, you know, winning in that particular engagement. So at the moment, I'm talking about both of these, these two, two powers in how they relate to, say, being productive or a particular endeavor that you're doing. 
you can also split it up as like maybe being precise in your work and then wild in your off time or whatever. But here I'm just applying it to a particular task that you're trying to get done and, and finding out the appropriate thing for it. And really the thing that, that seems to matter is the amount of information that you have because the abandon is a, a way to quickly gather information because you're just doing lots of crazy, almost random things and you're having a big impact on your environment and you're, say, you're brainstorming ideas or, or anything like that and you're just kind of going all over the place and being crazy. That can be a great way to gather data because you're just, you're just acting and you're just finding out what happens when you do all these different things without trying to think what is going to be the consequence of all these things. And once you've done this, once you've kind of acted in a more wild way, then you can start to be more precise and, and understand the, the process of it. Even this podcast, for example, the best way for us starting was just going for it and just starting. We didn't have all of the equipment where funny enough, you're actually back with your ironing board as a desk and no microphone for this episode. <laughs> but you know, that's how we started. It wasn't like getting everything precise and everything perfect before we recorded the first episode. And, you know, the first four episodes or so we didn't even release because we were just finding our ourselves and finding our groove and what we wanted to do. But that's how we needed to start the podcast was abandon. Just, just press record and just see what happens. And then we've got enough information and then we can start to build systems for how we want to organize the episode, you know, how we want to structure that. But also in terms of how we're going to edit the episode, how we're going to post it to Instagram, how we're going to do the captions and stuff like that. The way to do that really was to just do it messily the first time and then start to turn it into a system and make it more precise. And we've kind of oiled the machine and now we've got things really nicely dialed in after a year of doing it. So those are my, my thoughts on it. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you've gone for a way of it like it's a trajectory like a linear thing so it's like it, it's quite common like there's a pattern seemingly in that there will be a wildness or experimentation something much more free-flowing initially mm -hmm. and then it becomes more precise in time and more refined mm -hmm. and i guess that's really obvious with one's life like life trajectory you know it's mm -hmm. so much more common that as a teenager and a young person you're you're wilder you're experimenting yeah. more you're trying a lot more things and then as time goes on then you get into your routines and you get into you yeah you become more refined so yeah i can definitely see that 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 is a pattern i wonder about this area of of because the way that i'm relating to it at the moment is is more like you know if you're imagining that you're walking down a path and on the left side is kind of wild abandon and on the right side is is precision you know it's, it's almost like we're sort of or or i'm finding myself drifting to the right quite naturally mm, mm. you know drifting into precision you know and precision and other ways that i could put precision is is more refined more controlled more disciplined that's how i would kind of put preci uh, precision and i'm kind of veering off that side and i can see that that's there are so many positive qualities to that but that's not the whole not the whole of life that's that's yeah off of life and mm. actually there's a time when it's important to actively start moving 
to the left side, moving into a kind of wilder space. And that actually mm-hmm. to have an equilibrium and a balanced life, it is mm-hmm. always going to be going between these two opposites mm. and how that might look. You know, mm. I, yeah, I think it's, it's super interesting. It's like one of the ways that, <laughs> that I've been thinking about, which you'll find funny, is this thing called five rhythms which in peep show is known as rainbow rhythms that's so funny uh, i was actually thinking about that like yeah, when, yeah, earlier yeah. when you when you were saying about like what, what are like sober ways that i can yeah. um <laughs> that i can yeah. express this i was just thinking of rainbow rhythms yeah so for anyone that doesn't know five rhythms or rainbow rhythms is essentially like it's a very <laughs> hippie dance class where there's there's a journey of different different kinds of music so different tempos and different energies and essentially you're completely free to express yourself in any one of these energies like as the you know say if it's like an hour long class then there will be different parts different types of music going through this hour long class and you're just allowing yourself to be taken by the particular energies of these different types of music and like it generally looks like people running around with their hands in the air or like shaking or like lying on the floor or like doing a fucking headstand or like everyone's doing like completely different shit and you look like an absolute nut job but i have done it once and it is really amazing as well as a form of expression because it's totally uncontrolled it's totally unhindered it's just pure expression and i mean a huge part of doing that for me was letting go of control of how I was being perceived because I'm so used to unconsciously and consciously, but largely unconsciously controlling how I'm perceived through the way that I talk, through the way that I dress, through the way that I just am in the world. I want to portray myself in a certain way and sprinting around in circles is not one of those ways that I generally try and control how I'm perceived because I'm like I look like a fucking idiot so a lot of when I did this five rhythms was just watching as I was like getting really self-conscious and then just allowing that to just allowing myself to drop that and be like this is exactly the environment this is the exact point in which wild abandon is that's what it's about you know that's mm-hmm. the whole thing so yeah that's definitely an example of like a sober opportunity for wild abandon I can talk a bit. I was doing a little bit of research into this, actually, because I listened to this really great podcast called The Blind Boy Podcast and highly, highly recommend Irish comedian. Very, very funny, but really interesting. He does these rabbit hole podcasts where he just kind of goes down these research rabbit holes. And one of the episodes was partly focused on carnivals and the history of of carnivals and their place in society. And I think it really links in with this. So in medieval times, there would be often be these carnivals and festivals happening and often they would be right before lent so i'm sure most people know but lent is a time of uh, renunciation you're you're giving something up for for 40 days and quite often before these periods of lent and sacrifice would be these kind of crazy carnivals and just excess and expression wild abandon right so there's different theories about why these carnivals happen because at these times there would have been quite um quite a lot of control happening on a societal level too you know it's just like there was a lot of hierarchies and 
you were very poor, you just really didn't have that much opportunity to kind of express yourself. And it was like these carnivals were these really, you know, there, there were ones supposedly which was which were literally around reversing these hierarchies for really short periods of time where you could take the piss out of the king and you could you could do you could like drink in church and just do these really wild things that were very opposite to what was usually allowed and stuff that would usually get you thrown in prison was was suddenly allowed right and there's different theories about why these kind of things happen but one of them is is that it's sort of a um it was it was like set up as a, a societal pressure valve hmm. so actually the energy that is caught in lent or just general life of you know living in medieval times when you know people just weren't as affluent as we are but like there was probably more stress around food etc it's just like there would be a build up over the year of a certain type of pressure and your inability to express frustration at the hierarchy for example because you would get in a lot of trouble for it meant that you'd be holding on to these resentments and a carnival in this way would allow an opportunity for you to then just totally get it out and just totally express it and just allow yourself to totally loosen up and then after that then there'll be a period of lent where you're really renouncing something and really giving giving stuff up much more controlled much more precise period of time and i found that the contrast and the the real manifestations of what this quote is getting at with with precision and wild abandon is so nicely captured in this idea of carnival and lent and i think often we talk about in this show the similarities between the the macro so societal level stuff uh, and the micro you know like the the just the daily existence or very personal experience and this is this is perfect for that i think is that wild abandon is a necessary aspect of just shaking yourself out a bit you know it's kind of almost like if you're if you sit down at your computer for too long your body just gets really stiff and and achy and you just feel constricted and you need to get up and you need to go for a run or you need to shake around you need to do some stretching and that is the wild abandon that is the pressure valve release yeah so i, I found that quite an interesting equivalent really yeah I, i think i definitely feel that in my life as well like you said on the on the the micro scale of you know when you're trying to be very logical or precise and trying to sort things out it can feel so good to just completely let go and not have to worry about any of that stuff and it's so healthy to find things like that in your life because you can just become so rigid if you don't have those sorts of outlets yeah so i think it's good to find whatever whatever it is if it's like rainbow rhythms or whatever or <laughs> like jiu jitsu is a great one for that even though there's kind of a level of technique and precision in it you're also putting yourself into a pretty wild situation where you're sparring with someone else and you just have to like completely go into the moment and you know even though you're trying to control the situation you also really need to let go and just completely immerse yourself in it that's a a, a great way to do it and what do you think about the fact that this kind of this quote almost suggests that the wild abandon and the precision are on an equal foot like they have basically equal space to take up mm. in someone's life do you think that that makes sense or i well certainly the balance in my life is not that that even i don't think i don't think i have that quite that much and um 
to me, I think Wild Abandon does sound like very reckless. Like it's quite <laughs> a loaded thing. It's not like it's important to have precision and release or or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Wild Abandon just makes me think of like drinking in the street, smashing windows and like going crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I, I I don't fully agree with, with it in the way it's phrased, actually. For some reason, for me, it doesn't actually resonate as much as a quote. Yeah, something about the language, just like when I read it, I don't fully accept it. Mm. Like, I don't read it and think like, yeah, that really captures something that I feel. Mm. Even though I think, you know, there's they're really important, these these opposing forces. And I think that it could be worded in a different way that would resonate more with me. But yeah, some some hard thing about how how it's written. I don't feel like I want to spend half of half of my life in wild abandon. Although, well, actually, it actually does sound pretty fun. So I don't know. <laughs> you definitely spend the rest of your life yeah. trying to pick up the pieces. And yeah, sort of yeah. You know? Well, maybe yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you just go crazy for half the day, and then you're like, oh shit, what have I done? <laughs> spend <laughs> spend the rest of it trying to sort sort things out. And then you yeah. can get start. You can go through it all again tomorrow. Yeah, People I think they're like both that. valuable. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got to find the balance, really. I mean, it, it like so. You say because I, I I like this quote because I think it's quite poetic. But it's obviously mm. yeah. Pre, I mean, precision is quite. Um, it's milder than wild abandon. As yeah, an opposite. yeah, like, yeah. Like it's and but you know if if we want to kind of tone it down and try and get to the essence of it you know i think we probably would both agree that it, it yeah it's talking about these opposing forces of say you could even put it kind of like as yeah control or holding on i really like the word receptivity i think that that that's the wild abandon again it's <laughs> it's it's slightly jarring maybe but, it, but you know you've got this energy and then receptivity or something like that mm-hmm. where it's it's like there's a certain point to push forward I mean, mm-hmm. you can even go with the kind of masculine and feminine ideas with that as well. Mm. There's a certain point to be pushing and then there's a certain point to just be opening up or being receptive mm. and accepting. Yeah. And it's, it, I think it's it's those sorts of energies. And I do think that actually when you get down to the day-to-day existence, it really, it, they are pretty, I mean, a balanced life is one where they're pretty equal really because, you know, I'm just noticed, I'm just kind of thinking of it in relation to when I'm, just I went on a walk this afternoon with my parents and I noticed in the conversation that yeah as you say there'll be certain points where I feel kind of a contraction I I disagree with something or or I want input and I'm not able to have input for example and then there's kind of a contraction and then other points where it's like that contraction I, I am able to express myself or there is a um I notice that contraction and then I'm allowed to, then I allow it to kind of loosen in my experience. And that is the, that play between this sort of more controlled energy and then a kind of letting go energy that Mm. is always, always playing. But, you know, you can imagine a life where you're a control freak and you really want to be in control all the time and how imbalanced that would be where you're constantly trying to control how you're being perceived. You're constantly trying to control and dominate a situation, conversation with people. You're trying to control circumstances all the time and how that would be very, a kind of very imbalanced way of living. And there would be so much suffering in that way. But then on mm-hmm. the opposite side, 
then it's like you you have no um, discipline, no structure. Everything is very vague and loose mm. and you're constantly kind of tripping yourself up by having no boundaries to anything. And that there will be loads of suffering that and you're, you're going to end up in all sorts of difficult situations based on that kind of lifestyle. So it's, yeah, you can see, I mean, I'm sure everyone listening will know manifestations of both the control and the letting go in their most extreme forms and and that is not what you want <laughs> basically it's like mm. you, you definitely want some sort of like balance between those two mm. things yeah cool well that seems like a, a good moment to move on to the quote to next week if you're ready i am ready cool let's do it so the quote i've got for next week is from dale carnegie who's like the the og self-development guy the quote is nobody is so miserable as one who longs to be somebody and something other than the person they are in body and mind it's mm. a good one to start the new year with that's a good yes. january quote so thanks for being with us this is the final episode of 2021 thanks for sticking with us this whole year been an awesome journey and i'm so glad we're still doing it i mean we already said a lot of you know soppy stuff about <laughs> how we enjoy the podcast and what it means to us in the previous episode but yeah i'm just i'm just pumped for for the new year indeed yes thank you so much for listening to this episode if you can think of anyone that would like it then please do give it a share and we'll see you next week see ya